one of these days when we just press record, we're going to start, and it's going to be brilliant. Well, one of these days. Yeah, it's not this day. Today is not the day. No, it's going to be some other day. You've gotten closer. You've gone, you've gone you and said, gotten closer. You said I could go closer, no, but I said, not no. further away. No, you can't do either of those things. You have to stay perfectly no, still. You, you have, and the, you have to stop talking for entirely. Pa- for the past 24 hours, you've given me unclear instructions. No, I think for the past 24 hours, you've been extremely bad at following instructions. No, you have given me unclear instructions. I told you to stay in California, and you didn't do that. <laughs> and then uh, I told you to stop talking, and you didn't do that. You're right. So, really, what, what am I doing wrong in this situation? You're right. It's all my fault. It's all your fault. It is always your fault. Episode number 34. 34. Of Fill Me In. Are you a sports fan? Yes. Are you? Can you name any uh, uh, famous athletes who wore 34? Fernando their, Valenzuela. Their, he wore 34? Why would I uh, say it if he didn't wear it? Because you would just pick a random name out of your head. You... you <laughs> You ask me a question, I give you the answer, and then you just say, oh, well, obviously you're just picking randomly. Uh, it's possible. Paul Pierce, currently of the Boston Celtics. I think you're back in the puzzle game. Paul Pierce. Uh, Paul <laughs> Pierce, I am. <laughs> hey, all right, well, there's a good segue. We should into, segue right into Let's segue into right, that. Open the quickly. viewer mailbag, would you? Viewer mail, opening it up. So we got a viewer mail from John Delphin. John Delphin, a John, wordplay fame. John Delphin uh, is, of course, a, a puzzle genius and also a, a piano player. You know what we should do at the next ACPT? A what? We should have dueling pianos. Oh, you and John Delphin. Okay. No, I don't Challenge! So. No, I, challenge! No, you cannot issue a challenge on my behalf. I'm issuing a challenge on the show's behalf. No, you can't do that. That's not a challenge. That's a request. All right, I request When you thing. issue a challenge, it means you play, You are challenging somebody else to a, a duel. To a, I'm, I'm your second. No, you're not. How am I not your second? Because you can't play the piano. So? So? So the, those other can guys can't Can you play can't, a second? Can't shoot. Can you play a second? Do you know what a second is on the piano? Yes. What? Play one. No. That's a major chord. <sighs> this would be a second. That's a major second. Well, that was even easier. Uh, but you didn't do it. Anyway, so John Delphin emailed us, and he says, John Delphin says, Curious to know what reaction y'all might have had to the PIPA game. Might that reaction have been different had the players known all of the answers? And and we're talking about the the Will Shorts Puzzle Master. Yeah, I realized as I was reading this, I hadn't said the title of the email, which was This Week's Puzzle Master Game on Weekend Edition. And it was two weeks ago? At this point, it was two weeks ago, when John wrote us it had only been one... Maybe it'd one been a, a day ago. or so. Um, but anyway, so uh, Will Shorts does this thing on NPR every Sunday. I'm you, sure most of you know. You probably do. Uh, and he, the game he played uh, on this episode, which uh, I guess was two weekends ago, um, he would give a clue and the answer would be a two-word phrase where one word started with P-I and one word started with P-A. Like Paul Pierce. Like Paul Pierce, for example, who wore number 34 for the Boston Celtics. Or Ping Pong Paddle. Yes, exactly. Or it was a Peter Sellers movie. Pink Panther. Right. See, I got them all now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ryan's now listened to the Will Shorts show twice, (laughs) and so he now can get about 80% of them right. (laughs) Give or take. Um, So John wrote to us what reaction we all might have had, what we might have had. I wonder if he's implying that we had no reaction because we hadn't listened to it yet. Interesting. What reaction might you have had had you listened to it? (laughs) Uh, No. Um, What reaction might I have had? Initially, my reaction was that Pennsylvania doesn't start with PA. But as Ryan pointed out, PA is the state abbreviation for Pennsylvania right. and therefore acceptable. 
Right, and so he says, might that reaction have been different had the player known all of the answers? I find most of the time on the Weekend Edition show, the player does not know most of the answers. Right. Or does not know all of the answers. Right. There's always a couple that the that they don't know. I think our basic thing here now is, John Delphin, we're not exactly sure what you're referring to. It seemed like a normal... His question seems a little bit like the kind of question you get at the end of the essay section of the SAT. Like, you read this meaningless story, and then you're asked... Reading comprehension. Yes, exactly. When you're asked, you know, what would be the best title for this story? (laughs) Would your answer differ if the main character had been a dog? That kind of thing. (laughs) That was always my worst part of the SAT. Did you read them in that voice? (laughs) I didn't read them out loud. I read them quiet in my head to myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Would it have been any if it had been a dog? Uh, no, when I was in high school taking the SAT, I sucked at the verbal SAT. Absolutely sucked at it. Really? Yeah, I did really badly on it. Um, and I bet uh, my, Zop was not yeah, very XOP happy. was not pleased. He actually signed me up for like a remedial get better at the English <laughs> SAT course. Was he the teacher? He was not the teacher, but he signed me up for one of these courses, and then I took it. And then before I took the, because you got to take the SATs twice. Like, you took them once, I guess, the end of your junior year, and then once at the beginning of your senior year or something. Uh-huh. But then I applied early decision to college, and so by the time I took them the second time, I had already gotten into college, and it didn't matter how I did on the <laughs> SAT. And then I really didn't do that much better after all the course and the practice right. and the studying. No, I didn't do that much better anyway. Uh, speaking of ZOP, or XOP, and, and grammar and pronunciation, yeah. my f- Favorite XOP pronunciation story is that your wedding. Uh-huh. I w- my wife and I were part of your wedding. We yes. were we were up there yes. as part of the ceremony, yes. and I said the word dissect. Ah. And from the audience <laughs> during your wedding, <laughs> your father yells out dissect. Yeah, it was pretty he cool. Did. He didn't sound like that, but actually, <laughs> oh, he did kind of. He sound did like sound that. like that. He did, and if memory serves. At that very moment of his exclamation, you slumped down into a chair and put your head in your hands. I did. I seem to recall that. Yeah, I you... think we have a photo of you in that moment, <laughs> of, of you in utter shame at having been called out by XOP in front of, you know... Your family and friends. Tens of people <laughs> who were at the wedding. Yeah. I think there were approximately six Tens of people there at the wedding. <laughs> Approximately. Yeah. Anyway, back to John. I, I think we both feel like we're missing, like something happened in the show. That... I just wonder, because, I mean, John Delphin, you're a, you're an important person in the puzzle community. You've been a, a champion at the ACPT. You're, you're featured in the movie Wordplay. You are definitely one of the most charismatic uh, public puzzlers that uh, are out there. Oh my God, That's wow. P-U-P-U, P-U, uh-huh. public puzzler. Of all of, the, I mean, I'm so thrilled that you've contacted us, but I don't know why this is what you've chosen to ask yeah, us. Yeah, we can't figure it out. We're not really sure. It seemed like a normal, regular puzzle show, puzzle it, master show. It did. There didn't seem to be anything particularly standout about it. So please elucidate us. Elucidate it? Elucidate. Well, first, if you could please tell Ryan what elucidate <laughs> means, that would probably <laughs> be a, a good beginning. the reason. Okay. That? No, but go ahead. You Am go I, on, doing what you, you do, whatever you do. Oh, I'm done. Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> please elucidate. Okay, apparently, please elucidate, John Delphin, if you would. Um, but I wonder whether he emailed us by mistake. I wonder whether he had intended to email somebody else and, like, I think most of the emails clicked we get on, are on the by wrong mistake. Email. You think so? Oh, yeah. Do we have any other emails we this do. week? We do. We have two more. We do. We have one from uh, Brendan Emmett Quigley. Brendan Emmett Quigley. 
Uh, I can read this. Uh, hi, Rye Bry. I got a... All right, I'm too far away. Can you raise the text up, please? Hi, Rye Bry. I got a new blog where I'm going to be posting three free puzzles a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, the site is here. It's going to be at brendanemmettquigley.com. Uh, B-R-E-N-D-A-N-E-M-M-E-T-T-Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y dot com. Uh, now, for, for those of you who don't know, Brendan Emmett Quigley used to do a puzzle for our local uh, excitement magazine called uh, Time Out New York. I don't know if people get that outside of New York. Uh, I don't know. I've only ever gotten it in New York. And every week, Brendan's puzzle would show up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they stopped doing it. There's no puzzle in Time There's Out no New York. There's no puzzle in Time Out New York. They figured there was not enough room in a... In a in a 300-page magazine full of ads. Full of nonsense. Yeah, it is full of absolute nonsense. They, didn't they could have... not find one more page to put a crossword puzzle. And a good crossword puzzle. Yeah, a very good crossword and puzzle. And then there was a secondary puzzle, usually by an a, uh, NPL guy. There was. Yes. I don't remember that one. Well, you were so blinded by the brilliance of the Brendan Emmett Quigley puzzle. Anyway, I've been on the site, thebrendanemmettquigley.com. It's just brendanemmettquigley.com, no the. No. Uh, And you can do the puzzle on there. He's got an across-light applet, which is actually, I think it's a little little bit better than the uh, New York Times applet. Yeah. It's still not perfect. But it's, I, I guess, hate the New York Times app. I know have you I do. said that recently? You have, uh, I believe. I, I really hate it. You said it on one of your posts. Yeah. I'm having trouble with it. I don't know why my browser doesn't launch the grid with any punctuality whatsoever. Like, today, <laughs> today's puzzle, I did very quickly, I think, relative to me. I did it right. in the, the, on the New York Times site. It's going to look like I did it in three minutes and 34 seconds. But you actually did it I under actually did three. it three minutes and 29 seconds because it took five seconds to load the grid. Right. The Monday, Monday, I'll have you know, it took like 46 seconds to load the grid. It's ridiculous. Very, very frustrating. I, I don't understand how Dan Fair deals with it. I don't either. He must have a computer dedicated to, like, fast-loading the, the thing. Wow, that went nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely nowhere. Uh, so it's a great site. He's got a blog where he talks about puzzles, and he has his puzzles. Yeah. Three puzzles a week. And they're, he's a great constructor. He's and a terrific constructor. They're lots of fun, so go he's check that out. He's also probably the coolest person in the puzzle community. Yeah, doesn't I he think, own a rock band? I, he owns a rock band. I think he is a rock band. <laughs> I, I, there's something. He is, he's a rocker of he's, some sort. He, there's a picture of him on this site where he's... Wearing sunglasses, holding a can of Pabst Blue Ribbon, and singing into a microphone. And he looks cooler than we ever possibly Yeah, he's could. wearing a three-piece suit that is some color I don't even know how to describe. See, You're, you and I would look like idiots in that. Oh, absolutely. But he looks, I look like idiot. I look like an idiot just in sunglasses. Like, I don't even need to be holding the beer can or pretending to be a rock singer. <laughs> sunglasses alone, and I look like an idiot. Have there you, you ever seen me wear sunglasses? I don't think I have. No. I, I can't pull it off. What? I what do you do it when it's bright out? I squint. You're a squinter. Yeah. Do you ever read that old Don Martin? Uh, it's it was a long form <laughs> comic book story. It was kind of a takeoff on the fly. No. And there's this reporter who goes to this woman, and he's the reporter says, "Hi, I'm squinting from the morning sun." And the woman says, "Well, you better get some sunglasses." And the guy says, "No, Fred's squinting from the paper, the morning sun." 
My brother and I thought that was hilarious. That's pretty clever. When we were like nine. This is Don Martin, the uh, the Mad's Maddest Mad Artist. Magazine? Yes, Mad's Maddest Artist. Mad's Mad. I just remember that he was in Mad Magazine. And he I, was Mad's Maddest Artist. I think I tried to imitate his drawing style. So did when I. I was a kid. So did I. Yeah. Who, uh, who didn't? Who didn't? It, women, girls did Odie. Girl, what? All, all girls draw Odie. They do? Yes, all do girls. All girls draw, is that like a mnemonic device to remember the, the strings of the lute or something? All, all girls draw Odie? All girls draw Odie from Garfield. There you go. Play me an O again. That's an O. That's an O. It's a, have, it's a roving note. Yeah, the O is off the, off the range of this keyboard. I don't have a lute. It's, it's on the lute. And all boys try to draw Don Martin. Draw like Don Martin. I don't think anybody tried to draw Don Martin. Have you ever seen what Don Martin looked like? Or looks like? Is I he think, alive? No, he's dead. He's dead. Anyway. That's sad. So that's my generalization of the of the show. All right. Uh, so go to Brendan Emma Quigley's site. Excellent. It's great. All right. We have one more viewer mail. Oh, oh, okay. I was about ready to close up the viewer no, mail. No, no, no. We have one from the great Howard Barkin. Nowhere- oh, whoa. We whoa. have one from the great Howard Barkin. Nowhere yes. of all things. And uh, in this viewer mail, Howard says, uh, Ryan, if you snorkel, be sure your mask fits well. Went for the first time this year and rented a not-snug-enough mask, which would occasionally surprise me with a face full of ocean water. And watch out for Mako sharks, of course. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thanks, Howard Barkin. That's very helpful. For those of you not f- not following the blog... Uh, Re- really? You need to explain that? I thought that was pretty clear just by itself. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, never mind. No. Ryan's going snorkeling in a few weeks. I am. And I've never been snorkeling. No? No. Okay. Um, I do want to point this out, though. For those who do read our blog, you made some reference. You said, uh, and I quote, sort of, on your blog post... Uh, <laughs> Something about when we go on a snorkeling trip. And since in the context of the blog, you and I will sometimes talk sort of to each other and about each other. Oh, I see. I do want to clarify that the we in your post is not you and I. It's Pickles and I. It's you and your wife who are going snorkeling. I would not be caught dead snorkeling. Well, I might be caught dead snorkeling. Well, I I would not risk that. I am eliminating one of the many ways that I could eventually die (laughs) by never going snorkeling. I am going snorkeling. Good luck. I am going snorkeling off the court... I'm going snorkeling off the coast of Honduras. Okay. Good so, luck. I wish you the best. Thank you. What do you do about your glasses? I'm going to wear contacts. You do not have contacts. I do have contacts. When do you wear contacts? On stage. No, I saw you in the seagull. Well, you didn't wear contacts. That um, In the seagull, I, my character wore glasses, so I just wore glasses. Interesting. We actually have one more viewer mail. We do. From Ashish Vengsakar. Ashish Vengsakar. Yes, uh, let's see, what did he say? R&B, finally got to hear your podcast, and I thought it was funny. There you go. Nice, look at that, validation. There you go. Validation. Uh, Apparently, uh, we could have been pointed to a YouTube video to find out how to pronounce Narayan's name, which I still don't know how to pronounce. You did a pretty good job with it, though. Did you watch the YouTube video? I did, it's very funny. Is it? I haven't watched it. It's just a a, a flip. (laughs) It's just a flip? (laughs) It's a flip. It's It's a... It's an American man who gets hired by an Indian company, and nobody can say his name. Oh. Nobody can pronounce the name Jonathan, so they ask him to change it. To something that we would see to something as, to something as very long Indian. and complicated. Yes. And, okay. It's funny. Okay. I believe you. It is. All right. Uh, so thank you. I posted on the blog. I'm sure you never actually read it. But. Uh, what blog would this be? <laughs> uh, 
So that is viewer mail. That's the viewer mail. Viewer mail. Closing it up. Wow. Did you like that? Wow. I think I hit an O. I think you sang an octave. Did I? Yes. Is that good? Yes. Ah. It made it sound like music. <laughs> See, I'm getting better. Wow. I'm scared. <laughs> can I, you can you I'm replicate scared. what I sang on the on the keyboard? Not really. No, I don't know what an octave is. <laughs> you know what a second is? No, I've forgotten. That's a second. It's a hard to hear second because you played it all the way down there. But it's a second. The the most uh, well known to sort of non musicians of in of the second would uh-huh. be in the beginning of chopsticks. Oh. And then it goes to a third. Then a sixth. Then an octave. Wow. That's you know, you know that piece. You probably learned how to play that piece at some point. No, I did not. Neither did I. I I, I, I learned how to play the song of the Volga Boatman. You did? Yeah. How's that go? I can't remember exactly. Volga Boatman the Volga Boatman. Have we talked about this? No. We've never talked about this? The Volga Boatman? I believe that the Song of the Volga Boatman was the first piece in my, you know, like I, when I was six years old learning to play the piano, the first piece that had both hands uh, at the same time doing different things. Oh, I think we have talked about and this. And I had the worst time doing that. I could not figure out how to uh-huh. make the two hands do different things at the same time. Uh-huh. And I could practice with the left hand and it would be fine. Practice with the right hand it would be fine. Both hands couldn't do it. Uh-huh. And I was brought to tears on a regular basis <laughs> by the song of the Volga Boatman. But you eventually figured it out. Yeah, and I had also eventually blocked it out until you went and sang <laughs> just now bringing this wave of misery back into my mind. <laughs> but Thanks look, a lot. But you see, I could play you it. You really should have stayed in San Francisco. <laughs> I could play it and look what it got me. What, I'm not a musician you? at all. You couldn't play it, and you're now you're a professional musician. Yeah. Okay. No. Sure. No. Sure. Okay. So we should talk about this week's puzzles. I actually. What are you going to start with? Well, I actually had a no no Google week. You did? Yes. I had a no Google week. I thought you Googled Tuesday. No, that was the week before. Oh, they all run together. Uh, the week before with the. The, when Tuesday had etape and etage or something. Oh. So you know Google this whole week? Yeah. You know Google Frank Longo? I did know Google Frank Longo. I don't believe it for an instant. I couldn't believe it either. It was a very difficult puzzle. Frank Longo writes the most difficult puzzles ever. So so I we're going to talk about Saturday, December 13th by Frank Longo because yeah. we have two different solving styles. <laughs> we have two very different solving styles, particularly where this puzzle was concerned. Because I think... Why don't you talk about your solving style first? My solving style is when I open up a Saturday, I am not Dan Fair and I am not Orange. I am not the great Howard Barker, no overall thing. Oh my God, and I'm not Dan Fair, winner of the C Division. I've said his name two or three times without the nickname. You have. You're really slacking off. Uh, I'm not those people. I know. I, I'm not a. I know. I can't solve it in five minutes, or ten minutes, or even fifteen minutes. When I open up a Saturday, I know it's like a twenty-four hour thing. I'm going to solve a little bit of it, then I'm going to go away, then I'm going to come back, and something's going to be more clear. And so I know that. I know that that's how that's going to be part of my Friday night into Saturday evening routine. So uh, that's my solving style on a Saturday. I just kind of gradually and. I can only fully know Google a Saturday maybe half the time, 60% of the time, 50 to 60% of the time, maybe even less. So that's my style. Now, what is, 
What is your Saturday-solving style? Well, with this puzzle, my Saturday-solving style was to read all of the clues uh-huh. and see how many of them I knew. And so I read all of the across clues, right. and there were a lot of them. Uh-huh. There were probably, I don't know, 30 of them or uh-huh. something. And I knew uh, the 30th one. 62 across, killer of Greedo in a sci-fi film. Han Solo. Han Solo. I knew that one, too. Okay, that was the first across clue that I knew. Uh-huh. It was the last across clue in the puzzle. <laughs> Just thought I'd start there. Then I go to the down clues, and I see how many of those I might know. And I knew none of them. None of them. So I finished reading all of the clues, uh-huh. and I knew one thing. Right. And then I read all the clues again, and I still knew one thing. Now, what about... And then I think I read them again, and I still knew one thing. <laughs> so then I doubted Han Solo. That's what I did next. I doubted Han Solo, uh-huh. and I thought, well, maybe Greedo's not from Star Wars. And I started thinking, maybe Greedo was an alien from some other movie that I didn't know. Now, why would you start to doubt Han Solo? Because nothing else seemed to click. So I thought, well, maybe I'm just thinking on the wrong track. So I erased Han Solo. So you thought erasing Han Solo might help you up in the top left? Sure. <laughs> so then I'm looking at a blank grid again. Now right. it's been ten minutes. Uh-huh. And at this point, I give up. And that is my solving technique. (laughs) Ten minutes and then you give up. That's right. Now, what about one across, like icing? Yep. Now, I got that from you. No. From talking with you. No. I don't know anything about icing. No. Icing is the sweet, sticky stuff that goes on top of cake. Two shows ago, we talked about icing. Yeah, I know. Because we had... had I know, I know, I know. We had the Canadians on. Yeah. Dave McLeod. Dave and Barbara Canadian. (laughs) Canadian. (laughs) We had the Canadians on. (laughs) Dave and Barbara Canadian. They're lovely. Now when I see icing in a, a, what do you call it? It's a crossword crossword puzzle. puzzle. (laughs) I think of hockey. Good. So I put a legal in. I did not think of hockey. And then 20 across, I only know from crossword puzzles. Yeah, I didn't know that. Never once saw NYPD Blue. Well, I've never seen Eastside Morales on NYPD Blue, but I know... When Esai is in Friday or Saturday, he's clued with NYPD Blue. When he's clued on Monday and Tuesday, he's from La Bamba. Uh, I don't know either of those things. I never saw La Bamba either. You never saw La Bamba? No. It's about Richie Valens. Okay. Parabola La Bamba. Oh, yeah, I know the song. Parabola La Bamba. Yeah, I know. That song was featured in the puzzle designed by Dan Fayer, winner of the Sea Division. It was. You played it. You played it on I know. It was one of the Name That Tune answers. So, so those are that's our different solving st- yeah. <laughs> style. Yeah. So that's good. So in 24 hours, you had a finished grid, and in 10 minutes, I had a blank grid. But I, I, I believe if you had the patience to look at it over a 24-hour period, you would solve it just as well as I could. I don't. See, but you have no faith in yourself. Well, I don't have the patience. I, well, you don't have the Here's patience. Here's the thing. I, I was brought into doing crossword puzzles right. by you right. two weeks before the ACPT right. this past spring. 2008. Right. And knowing what the tournament was going to be, Uh I put it in my head that doing crossword puzzles was a thing you either completed or didn't in a certain amount of time. Uh Uh-huh. It was a one-sitting thing. Well, couldn't you expand that certain amount of time? Well, then it's not one-sitting anymore. Well, I mean, it depends on... You're no, I mean, I, I suppose I could, but I don't know. I don't know nearly enough to ever do a Saturday. We've we've covered this on so many past <laughs> so podcasts many and blogs. I just don't have what it takes to do a Saturday. I, I have never had what it takes to do a Saturday. I'm never going to have what I, it takes I, to do a Saturday. I disagree. I I have neither the knowledge nor the patience. 
I think and you have one the, of them would do absolutely no good without the other. I, but I think you have the knowledge. I definitely don't have. Well, the knowledge. I certainly don't. You must. You you're able to do it. But but I think our knowledge is comparable. No, I think our knowledge is related to how well we did on the verbal SAT. <laughs> and I'm sure you did better than I. I don't Wait, know. you probably didn't take the SAT. You're I, from California. I took the SAT. They don't do that in California. They do the something else. No, I took the SAT. Yeah? I'll bet you did better than I did. Well, it's possible. Um, it's quite possible. <laughs> Speaking of California, that did help me with 21 Across. Yeah. Which was Bloomingdale's rival. Yeah. Which is Nordstrom. I don't even I don't know think what they that have, is. I don't think they have Nordstrom in the store? East. Yes. Nordstrom okay. is... I used to go there and... By uh, acid wash jeans. Oh, when you worked for California Pizza Kitchen. Well, no, that's no. when you bought white jeans. You're conflating my life. Um, yeah, I'm looking through this to see if there was anything else I eventually even guessed at. What about 39 across when many people are off? No. National holiday. Most of the things that I eventually guessed at, I would guess at, and then I would go look them up on on xwordinfo.com to see if it was right. Did and you know eight down? Eight down. Uh, musician Oberst or playwright McPherson? No, I thought it was Scott. Scott? Yeah. Doesn't have any of the same letters. I mean, it does, just not in the right order. It's like playing Mastermind. Uh, <laughs> no, there's an O in the same place. Uh, no, there's no, not. I don't know how to spell Scott. No, really. you don't. <laughs> no, I, I really, I don't, think I, I don't think I got anything here. Um, and then I didn't understand so many of these answers. Like what? Oh, there was another one I was able to guess at, Which but I don't know if it was right. Anna Player in Anna Karenina. Greta Garbo. Yeah, I think I, I, of course, what I put into the grid was Garbo. Well, that's what I put into the yeah. grid also. And it took me a while to look at it and realize, okay, it would be Garbo if they had said Karenina Player in Anna Karenina. It's the first name means it's the first name in the answer. Right. Yeah. Your wife looks like Greta Garbo. Yeah, my wife is a big fan of Greta Garbo. We have all her movies. That's why I should know that, and yet still somehow I... I don't. And there is a resemblance. There is a slight resemblance. Uh, yeah, I don't really know any of the rest of this. And then Dan Fair winner of the C Division did it in like what three and a half minutes? Well, see that that three and a half minutes. If you here's the thing, if you don't understand how I can solve this at all in twenty four hours, I have absolutely no idea at all. How I just need to tell you that it's now Tuesday. Yeah, I'm still mad about this puzzle <laughs> because of several things. One. Because you were able to complete it, and I was not able to fill in one answer. You got Han Solo! I erased Han Solo. But you filled it in. Yes, and then erased it. And two, Dan Fayer, winner of the C-Division, did it in three and a half minutes. So when I saw that, I thought, oh, good, it's not a terribly tricky Saturday, as Saturdays go. Uh-huh. Yeah! <laughs> it was pretty tricky. Oh, my God. Frank Longo, you scare the crap out of me. <laughs> He's great, absolutely though. terrify me. He's All great. of your puzzles terrify me. I read Games Magazine and World of Puzzles, and you do those those crossword things where the clue is inside the box in the grid. Do you know those? Uh-huh. They're called, like, puzzle pointers or something like that. Right. He does those. They're terrifying. And they're huge. They take up a whole page because the grid is the whole page. Right. It's scary. And then there's the 25-foot-long crossword that I'm still only about 53% finished with. Well, that's... Not bad, though. That's, it gets harder as it goes along. It's 12 and a half feet. Yeah. So, I've hit an impasse. But that's a lot of feet. I've, I've reached the point in knowledge where I know no more. That's taller than you or I. 12 and a half feet? It is yeah. taller than you and I put together. 
since is it you really? are shockingly short. <laughs> yes, I'm, you I are. Am, I am. I really thought, like all these years, I thought you were, you know, five eleven. I'm five ten. You're five nine. I'm not five nine. You're five nine. How am I five You're nine? Five eight when you take your shoes off. No, I'm not. And you not. have hands the size of a two year old. I do have hands the size of a two year old. That I will give you. Yes, it's true. Your hands are ridiculously small. They are very small. Has anybody seen Ryan's hands? Anybody? <laughs> Show of hands. Anybody Show of hands. There? <laughs> they are really small. They are these really hands. small. Yeah. All right, we can we can move on now. Really, we should. <laughs> what else did you want to talk about here in the uh, I think world of puzzles for the well, week? How how long is this? Twenty eight minutes? Uh, yeah, we have time to talk about maybe one more thing. Okay, I'm going to talk about one more thing. What's I'm going to give a shout out to Ken Ken. All right, let's talk about Ken Ken. I enjoy the Ken Ken. Yeah, talk uh, about it. I it's a it's kind of a Sudoku like puzzle, but it involves actually knowing math, but not not crazy math. It's all, it's exclusively on the New York Times puzzle site, and it's fun. I like it. I like it better than Sudoku. I'm not a huge Sudoku fan, to be honest. But it's got elements of Sudoku, and it's got elements of high school math class, which everybody loves. Absolutely. So, I, I really did like high school math class. So I uh, encourage everybody to start playing Ken Ken. Ken Ken is described here uh, as, quote, the most addictive puzzle since Sudoku. Will Shorts said that. Will Shorts did say that. Um, you can find it on the New York Times site. There's also www.kenken.com. Which just really navigates you back to the New York Times site. And uh, I'm looking at a puzzle now, and I have to tell you, I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Well, you haven't read the instructions. No, I certainly haven't. What do you put in numbers, and then... Uh, you put in numbers. Uh, like that. Right. Okay. Very good. Right, I just put in some numbers. They're probably wrong, but I put them in anyway. All right, so I think that's the show. That's is that good, the show? That's a good half-hour show. That is a perfect half-hour show. Uh, next work. next week, we are hoping to be back with an interview. Okay. Uh, or more than one interviewee. Excellent. I look forward to it. Uh, we're going to be doing it next weekend. Yep. And I think that's about it. Excellent. So have well uh, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yes. Good Thanksgiving. Good uh, beginning of December. Happy winter solstice. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Fun time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.